I am that I am. Armo Saint-Germain, here in service to you. I had a few chuckles as we were preparing for this shout, our 12th series together. First of all, I have to uh, compliment Linda on the selection of today's music. One of the first, one of the only times I've actually been satisfied with it. No offense to anyone else, but uh, she's the one that heard it, that felt the uh, unique energies behind it, and uh, encouraged Caldra to choose it. Beautiful music with the uh, symphony, with uh, the voice of Sting. Happens to be very, very metaphysical, in case you didn't notice. Try listening to some of the music. Hello, ladies. Did you get it? Did you get it while the music was playing? Did you get the download? It was all there. We've talked about it before. It all comes in as a download while the music is playing. Descends right into you. Maybe makes the hair on your arm stand up, although not too many have hair like this on their arms, (laughs) fortunately. Gives you the tingle down your back makes you take a deep breath. It was all right there. The mind, the beautiful, beautiful mind, wonders about it, doubts it, says, uh, I must be making this up. Even though you're getting sensations in your body, even though you're feeling it all around, your mind says, well, I'll have to wait to see what Adama says. But here's, here's a game we'll play today. You got the download. It's not singular. It is a download of potentials. Which potential will we play out today from what you just got? Which way will we go with this discussion, this this shout? It's up to you. Totally up to you. I'll I'll play whatever game you want to play. We could have fun. We could have a lot of laughs. Ah, Great way of releasing energy. We could get very serious. I could, no, 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 no. I could get very, very abusive with Vince. No, 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 no. Or we could take it lightly. We could glide on it. We could glide to, to where we're going next. That's one of the things we'll do today. It's our twelfth series. Twelve. Somewhat of an important number, David. Somewhat. It's a one and a two. It's actually what the universe has its rhythm of mathematics. Um, Humans tend to work off mathematics of uh, the scale of 10. The universe actually works from 12 most of the time, not always. There are dimensions that work off of fours and 66s and all these other numbers, but generally, the the known universe has a way of always coming back to its twelve origins. Well, we could go. I will. I'll go into a long discussion about that in a special, special ask Adamas. Although I don't take questions, it's just uh, Adamas tells <laughs> session. But we can call it ask Adamas just to make the listeners feel good. Oh, let's call it what it is. I think 
get that? Adamas Towers. I'm giving Linda a list. There is one I want to do uh, very, very soon. E.T.'s and Angels. Ooh, I like that the one. The real difference. Ooh, there is none. <laughs> I like it. Uh, how, how, right now in particular, in this time that you're living in, you know, there was an influx of E.T.'s and aliens coming in. You probably felt some of them. More than there has been in a long, long time, and they are not here to save the world. Did you say ETs versus angels? E- or? ETs and angels. Okay. The real difference. Ooh, There's an infusion of ETs and aliens coming in right now. There's angels coming in right now, and they're not necessarily here to save the planet, not necessarily here to help you. And I'd like to do a tell-all story, along with Kathumi, side by side, about angels and ETs. So let's also do one, Linda, if you make a note of this. Side by side? Side by side. What does that look like? Stand up for a moment. Move over here. I'm feeling vulnerable. So first, first it will be me, and then it will be Kutumi. Thank you for All your clarity. All you have to do is record. So uh, we'd also like to have a discussion about 12. It's a, it's a somewhat important number. In our case here with Chambra, with the journey that we've been on over these years, 12 is significant because we're coming to the end of a cycle moving into a new one. Now, the thing about cycles is they don't generally start and stop abruptly. We don't just finish 11 and go into 12, or finish 12 and jump into 13. They're, they overlap somewhat. That's why you are feeling multiple energies, multiple levels of consciousness at one time. But it is significant, because we, as a group, are going out of the awakening zone this year, as we go through our discussions. We'll be uh, moving beyond that, moving into the next levels, which I would like to talk about today. (laughs) Yes, you're still going to have some of the symptoms of awakening. You're still going to have some of the residue, but you're going to find now that these, um, these new things we'll talk about today are going to play in as well. So Kaldrum asked, some of the other staff member asked the name of the next series. And I said, yes. And they said, Adamas, what is the name of the next series? And I said, yes. Sometimes it's a little difficult to comprehend human logic. And Kaldra actually got a bit frustrated and do not like those devices. Um, you can keep yours on, mine goes off. Thank you. You can get zapped by all those energies, I will not. So, <laughs> sometimes I have a hard time with the human logic, and Caldra said one more time, what is the name of the next series? And I said, yes, it is the next series. We are going to call this... <clears throat> We're going to call this series, and I would like it written this way, and I'll explain later. 
Next. Next series. Well, because it represents going to the next level for, for all of us. For anybody who's still here, those who haven't dropped out, and for those who have joined us along the way, we're going to the next level. It's going to be exhilarating, sometimes frustrating. It's going to be beyond what you can imagine right now. It's going to be, I, I do believe we're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to we're going to share in an adventure together. So it will be the next series, if you would like to write it that way. So uh, before we begin, I, I would like Linda to take the microphone into the audience, along with her Adamas Awards. Yes, sir. She has very few left. I have to order some more. Along with the Adamas Awards, and um, as we prepare for this, um, I want to thank everyone for getting dressed up today for this special occasion. <laughs> yes, Kaldra dressed me in my, my uh, howdy-doody pineapple pajamas. You were the one that we said were making express, progress. it's an we expression. Were, we were making progress along the way and, and uh, learning to honor not honoring me, honoring yourself. We're making such progress, and then to watch it all fall apart. But you aren't excited about Kauai? Won't you be there? I'm not going to wear this in Kauai. You'll wear worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Linda's ready, now I'm going to ask the question Where are you at right now? Where are you at? But I want you to answer from this perspective. You're. Let's say you're a television reporter, reporting on yourself. So step outside yourself for a minute. Television reporters usually have, what, 30 to 40 seconds to do a story. So keep it succinct. Where are you at right now? Where are you at right now? So if you would, Linda. My pleasure. And uh, we'll take volunteers from the audience. You volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new energy volunteering. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm uh, fast-tracking fast -tracking. the um, integration process, actually. What, is, what does that actually mean for our viewing audience who has no idea what you're talking about? It means when I came here today, I thought, uh, I don't care what Adamus says anymore. I'm just coming to be here with family. Excellent point. And Adamus, two Adamus Awards for Oh, him. come on. You know, i got a limited supply <laughs> two here. Because it's not about what I'm saying. Oh. All I'm doing is feeding back what you're saying. So, Empty your pockets. No money today. <laughs> Empty your pockets. I believe uh, Caldra left it all at home. Uh, let's see, we have uh, a breath mint, but he'll need that. For what, what, the other pocket? Uh, nothing. So, excellent. Two Adamas Awards. Okay, done. Somebody okay, else? next. Where are you at? You're, you're, you're a reporter on your own life. Where are you at? How do you put it succinctly? Where I am today. Yes. How are you doing? Uh, well, how, would you, how would you give a very quick report of your life in, in this general now time frame? Uh, today I am thinking about um, rising above pain, which I evidently have created, ah. and finding joy and happiness in the midst of it. 
Excellent. You're thinking about it. And that's what I'm going to write. Good. Uh, you'll love today then. Thank you. Next. Uh, I'm in transition. Transition. Mm -hmm. Will I see you on the other side soon? <laughs> <laughs> Not that type of transition. Do you, kind of enjoy, like from... do you enjoy transition? Well, it's relative. True. Yeah. Better than some things, worse than others. Uh -huh. What are you transitioning uh, with? or From a Category 5 hurricane in the last few years of my life into a peaceful center. Exactly. And... Uh, uh, have you found that peaceful center? Some days. Some days. Mm -hmm. And what if I gave you some news from my news desk saying, you're probably not going to find peaceful. Oh, and that's for all of you. If you're looking for peaceful, you're in the wrong group. You're <laughs> definitely in the wrong group. Um, they have Lock medication the for peaceful, but uh, we're, not going, <laughs> we're not going into peaceful. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. We're going into dynamic, enthusiastic, energetic, vibrant, amazing, beyond, beyond, but it's not going to be peaceful. Is that all right? I like vibrant. Vibrant's good. Vibrant, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But you are in transition, and, and uh, where are you in that transition? You're over this side, that side? I'm moving more towards the vibrant side. More the vibrant side. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Good. You'll enjoy today then, I hope. Next. Um. <laughs> he's, he's getting coached. I'm getting a bit of, <laughs> I'm getting a bit of I don't know. A bit of I don't know. I don't know. Good. Do you like that? I don't know. I, I, feel, ha I, feel, <laughs> I feel content. Yes. I feel content. Content? Really? Well, really? Ah, a little crazy. Do you know little... it's a sin to lie to Adamas? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what happens? All right. Okay. Go for it. Where are you at? Well, I just, I don't know, just came out of a massive storm. Yes. Another and... massive, another massive storm. Live news update. <laughs> Joe goes through yet another massive storm. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, Joe was in major storm. The year before that, Joe was in major storm. Joe likes to go through major storms. Brutal. I guess yes. so. Yes, uh, and that's fine. That is absolutely fine as long as you acknowledge it. But when you don't acknowledge it, when you pretend that you're not choosing it, then you're in trouble. Yes. 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 So, where are you right now? Here. <laughs> That's good. That's profound. That deserves not just a regular Adamus Award, but a Mr. Incredible Adamus Award. Mr. Amazing. Why, thank you, Go ahead. Let's, uh, let's uh, stand. Uh, come up here. Come up here for everyone in the world to see you. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you got dressed up for this special ceremony. <laughs> Uh, go ahead. I'll hold this for you. Uh, right now, I'm uh, basically, I just went basically nuts. Yeah. On a lot of crazy different levels, but I just realized I just have to be here now. And I also feel like 
It's like my eternal self is coming into the moment. moment. That's, what it, that's the integration process. For me, that's the best way to describe it. But what you're not recognizing is that this is amazing. You're, you're looking at it as, uh, from the perspective, uh, from a bad television perspective, of, of doubt and, and not trusting yourself. What, what you're going through is, is actually not much. Uh, but, but, you're, <laughs> but you're building it up. You're turning it into, uh, into something more than it has to be. You get kind of stuck in that. I'll tell you why later, but right now I'd like you to discover who you really are. Are you ready? Yes. You have to open the package. Oh. Yeah. I didn't just give you a cardboard tube. One end's open already. The other end's already open. It's going to fall out. It's going to fall out. It's already open. Do not give Adamus a knife. You've done that in a past lifetime, and when I kicked you out, it was a sword. It was a little bit bigger, but. Uh, and that's. Thank you. And you know, for. We're not done. <laughs> Mr. Amazing. It's a matter of perspective, and it's a matter of potentials. Which one do you want to look at? Which one do you want to focus at? The storms, and it'll happen. Or Master Amazing. I, I don't understand why a, a human, why you, wouldn't want to focus on being Mr. Amazing. Is it more fun to focus on the storms? Yes. Yes. Who said no? <laughs> Busted. You're right. Logically, it should not be more fun to focus on the stars, but yet you do. Yet you do. It has a certain energy, a draw that pulls you into the storms, but at the same time, there is a plaque on your desk that says, Master, amazing. You don't want to look at that. You, you want to look at the storms. There's this odd kind of logic that says, I have to clear up the storms bef before I could acknowledge being Mr. Amazing. So, so you're always cleaning up storms, or you're always, you're always fighting storms, you're always uh, tilting at the windmills. Why? You're, you're Master Amazing also. And that's where we're going to go now. We're going to be talking in this next series about potentials and about how you are choosing those in your life. There's something... It looks I, I good in front of your shirt. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Not this shirt. In front of the <laughs> pants, maybe. But uh, on my head, maybe. But howdy doody. So. Such a pain. So where were we? Oh. So. Uh, yeah. Well, that fits. Uh, so there is this addiction those. that you've all had, and we're gonna we're gonna clear that out. An addiction to the storms, to the drama, to the need for improvement, all that other stuff. We are so done with that now, aren't we? Yeah. Aren't we? I Thank you. Thank you, Adamus, Thank you. so much. I'm not done with you yet. <laughs> so, so, so I, I truly 
I have to say, for, for the first time, I felt the evidence of this at our recent gathering in Munich, where, where I felt that Chambra is really ready to, to go, to get rid of this addiction, to stop focusing on the storms. The storms are real. The storms in your personal life and all the other stuff is real. It's not about bearing it or denying it or overcoming it. You will never overcome it. It's about what potential you're going to choose. This next series is going to be all about potentials. You'll get so tired of me talking about potentiating and potentials. You'll just want to… <laughs> but it's important. It truly is. It's the, it's the next step as a conscious creator, and it's right here. So I would like you to put that on the dashboard of your car, <laughs> and then when you're at home, put it on your nightstand, because that's the potential you could also choose. You don't have to choose the, the bad news story. You could choose the Mr. Amazing. Can, can, but I have to ask you before I let you go. Can you accept that you are Mr. Amazing? Don't lie to me. Did that once today. Come can you accept come that you're high water? Can you accept that you're Mr. Amazing? Yes. Can you accept it even when the external world is telling you you're a schmuck? <laughs> it does it for all of you. You've set it up for it to do it that way. You, you've set up all the evidence, external evidence, to say. You're uh, whatever it happens to be. You're less than worthy. You're a schmuck. You're a loser. You're you're a liar. You're whatever it happens to be. The question is: is can you really, really accept that? So it's not just a couple of words here with us up at the front, but really accept it. Yes. I, I can, don't lie. I <laughs> I can I can accept it. I, I really can. But don't use me as as an example. Can you really accept it? Yes. Yes, I can accept it. I don't believe it. No, 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 no. I, I really don't. I, I, you want to believe it. You want to accept it, but can he tell you to piss off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of wished he would. Piss off. <laughs> there you go. Now, oh, good. Now, now, just to remind you, just to remind you to anchor this. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes. I wouldn't. And that's, that's all. It's just a little. Yes, that's all. So that will remind you of the agreement that you made with yourself right here. Thank you. That looks kind of interesting. You're going to go into public with that? <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, Mr. Amazing. Thank you. Mr. Amazing. Wednesday on his forehead. Absolutely. It's Ash Wednesday, yeah. Where do you yeah. think a lot of the problems emanate from? Hello. Okay, next. Oh, wait. Who's well, next? That was Stephen Green that made that award based on your direction that he was Mr. Thank Amazing. You. So thank, thank you, you Stephen Green. Green. Thank you. Okay. Who's next? Easy. I noticed there wasn't uh, a Miss Amazing award in. Later. <laughs> so, yes. Where are you right now, Ricky? I am just on the brink of something that's very exciting. And it doesn't matter that I don't exactly know what it is because I just, I know I'm in the process of discovering what it is. 
Would you like one of these? No. <laughs> <laughs> On the brink. Okay. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, it's a cheap excuse. Uh, really, for all of you. You know, it's like, uh, it's a carrot. And I know you feel it, but how long have you been feeling it? That's true. That's a long true. time. A long time. Thank you. Mm. You know, and actually, the, it's a good sign when you start feeling on the brink of a breakthrough, big breakthrough. It's really a good sign. It means you've, you've come a long way in this awakening because you can finally sense it. But there's some interesting energy dynamics that the human plays with itself to keep it on the brink. On the brink is kind of um, sensual. Uh, not like that. <laughs> All right, like that. <laughs> now that I think about it. Just around the corner. Almost going to happen. Right there. It's very it's alluring and it, it's seductive and it's kind of, uh, as Katumi would say, kind of sexy to have it right there. But after a while, it, after a while, that energy kind of does a backlash on you because then you start getting depressed and energetically depleted because it's like, well, then where is it? Well, you've set it up to be out there and to stay out there, and it will obey. It will obey until you really change the dynamics on it. And Ricky and all of you, I have to tell you right now that you cannot think your way out of being on the brink. Uh, I have to push you over the edge. Or you push yourself over the edge. But that's good. That's good. On the brink. But let's, today, let's transmute that into being in the flow, in your game, in with your new energy, integrated with your spirit. Thank you. Next. You sure you're ready? Uh, hi, Adamus. Hello, Edith. I am that I am in this hall in joy, yes. and that's okay. Got to hold it up. Absolutely. Brilliant. An award. An award. Do you really, do you really mean it? Absolutely. Good. I trust you. You would never lie to me. Really? Yes. Thank you. One more. One more? One more. Let's try somebody. Oh, here. This is fine. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh. I am sifting through potentials. They constantly come to me. I explore them. I look at them. I feel them. I journey with them. And I can't decide. Ah. 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 ah that's good. No, that's, ah. that's very, very good. So exploring potentials. And uh, actually, that's, uh, I would say that deserves an award. Exploring potentials. Some of you, every one of you has been doing that. You're doing it in your dream state. There's a lot of potential exploration or potentiating taking place. That's why the dreams um, are the way they are right now. They tend to be more vivid, more filled with life, and, and uh, shifting very, very quickly, just like you would change channels quickly on your TV. You're exploring potentials, but now comes the important part that you mentioned, the human part that says, which one do I choose? There is something that clicks in at that point, we'll talk about in just a moment, that says, that's dangerous. Why just choose one? Or what if I choose it and it's the wrong one? 
or actually another part of you that says just exploring potentials is actually in itself very rewarding, why commit? Why commit? Why go for the big seat? Because, and the reason why to commit is because after a while, just exploring and not choosing is going to be like eating cotton candy for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like eating uh, like a lot of sugar, and it feels good, but it, it the the potentials need to to come in for realization, manifestation, and for the survival of the the human body of consciousness, your mind, your physical body, it it needs to have that. It needs to be brought in. Uh, otherwise, you kind of go into a weird. Uh, different type of imbalance, not necessarily mental, but kind of an energy imbalance. So, uh, again, we'll talk about that today. Sounds like we're going to talk about a lot today. So, let's take a deep breath. Let's go to the next step. The other day we did an experiment um, with your internet media, with Chambra and others from around the world. It was, uh, it was an experiment I, I wanted to do before we actually did it here, here in, in this shout. It, it was about the mind, and one of the things that every one of you is experiencing right now, right now, in a very beautiful but sometimes confusing way, is going beyond your mind. Now, it's a difficult thing. As I said in, in our discussion on this radio internet program, the mind is highly programmed. Mind, mind is highly susceptible to programming, first of all, and it is highly programmed over many, many lifetimes, many, many lifetimes of programming, indoctrination, uh, constant uh, set of uh, uh, information and uh, regulations and rules going into the mind. The mind is, has been tied into mass consciousness. Mass consciousness, for the most part, does nothing but to govern and to rule and to uh, man manage and manipulate mind activities of humans. Mass consciousness. Now you think of mass consciousness as perhaps something grander. Uh, the way mass consciousness works right now, it has its tentacles into, into every human on Earth, interconnected with every other human. It is now actually being infiltrated by ETs and angels. And so the, the, the control, the manipulation is, is at a very intense form. People are, well, they're hypnotized, absolutely hypnotized. And every one of you knows it and feels it. There's part of you that for years has been rebelling against it, ever since you came here to Earth in this lifetime. But a significant part of you that's been rebelling against this. It has gone on for many, many lifetimes. But years ago, Tobias talked about releasing mass consciousness. So you set into motion the mechanics to start doing that. You reach a certain point, though, and it has to be more, not the right, quite the right word, but aggressive, uh, more determined, more choice to get out of that mass consciousness. 
and to get out of your own mind lock, your own mind lock. I gave the example the other night. It is, it is a catch-22. And here's, here's the example, if you're not familiar with a catch-22. And the example I used the other night, you're, you work in a building. Let's say it's a 20-story tall building, highly secure, very, very few windows. Everything in the building is controlled from the airflow to the energy flow to, to the water to who has access in and out of the building. Mm. Interesting. Shambar eats very interesting things. <laughs> Not a judgment, just a <coughs> observation. What did you just eat? Junk. <laughs> Washing it down with cold putrid liquid. <laughs> I can't wait to come back to Earth someday. So, you work in this highly secure building. It's um, uh, it's very very highly monitored. Everything about it, and you want to get you want to get out of the building. You want to you want to leave the building because you know who wants to stay in a building twenty four seven. You want to get out and and at least go for a walk in the park in the park and see what's what's happening around because you're. You also know that all the information that you get inside this building that's fed to you, information that you have access to through your internet and other media, is highly controlled, highly regulated. Part of you really wants to get out, really wants to leave the building. So you start asking around to the others, how do you get out? They say, oh, it's, that's easy, kind of. You have to go across the street to the other building to get a pass to be able to get out of this building. <laughs> Laughter should erupt at this moment. <laughs> that some is more junk food or swill? the spiritual catch-22, the, the mental spiritual catch-22. You're trying to work your way out of this limitation. It's all centered in the mind. You're trying to get out of it. You know that there's something else out there. You know that there are other dimensions right here, right here, all, all around you. You know it. You want to believe it. You, you try affirmations, and they don't work worth a damn. Uh, <laughs> affirmations are mental. Affirmations and all these other things. Uh, I talked the other night about it. I haven't gotten any hate email yet, but all the little ceremonies and all the affirmations and and the chanting and all that, that is so damn mental. It's a joke. It's a joke on you. You, you think that if you, uh, if you align the crystals in a certain way, if you go stand outside when the, when the uh, stars are aligned, uh, whatever it happens to be, it's a big damn joke. There is nothing spiritual about it. It's mental. It's mental pretending it's spiritual, and you've fallen for it. Hell, you created a lot of it. <laughs> Laughter. Should we get a sign? We need a sign. I'll, I'll, I'll get a sign. I would like the, the, at least the listeners sure. online to think that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you I'm a sign. So, so here you are. Your, this building is the symbol of, of your mind, of your mind. Highly regulated, highly closed in on the inside and the outside. Highly, highly um, 
overly managed, not by some evil forces out there, just by, uh, just by the sequence of events that's taken place on this planet. Nobody's actually controlling this mass consciousness. Only you are controlling your own brain. But you're trying to get out of this mind lock. You're trying to get out of this mind prison by using tools of the mind. And when you talked before about, about feeling that it's almost there, you talk about being on the brink, that is another mind game. The mind adapts to that quickly and says, let's be on the brink all the time. Whew, mind still in control. The, the thinking, the, the, the just exploring potentials and not bringing them to earth, all mind stuff, all mind stuff. You're, you're, you're trying to get out of your mind or beyond your mind by using tools that the mind itself created, and you can't. Uh, the, these tools are, are so cleverly created, they're only going to dig you in deeper. They're never going to dig you out. They're only going to dig you in deeper. So when you start um, overdoing the numerology, what's your sacred numerology? Your sacred numerology is one. One. You. Just you. That's the only frickin' sacred number there is. I was going to say another word, but no. Caldera doesn't like those. He gets bad email when I say bullshit. Uh, other words. So, so when you're, but your mind, it's a joke because now it's got you engaged. It's going through all of what's your sacred numerology? What's your, uh, I'm sorry, but your, your astrology. Astrology has some value. I was a teacher of it in my life as Saint Germain to a degree. But most of the time, right now, humans are misusing it and abusing it. And it's their mind. Their mind. They think it's a tool to break free, to get out of this mind prison. It's the mind laughing, saying, I'm going to stay with you, baby. You're not getting out. You're going nowhere. And you see, and it doesn't matter what it is. I'm not picking on any one particular thing, but at a certain point, the mind gets in there, grabs it, manipulates it, and uses it to dig in even deeper. Saw the movie. I'm sure many of you have. It's your movie, The Matrix. Matrix. Very, very symbolic of this, this back and forth, this, this structure, this delusion. So the question is, at some point, I, by the way, there's nothing wrong with the mind. It was the way that it's been programmed and manipulated. At its core, there's nothing wrong. It's, it's amazing. It's wonderful. So the question becomes, how do you go beyond? How do, anybody? Breathe. Breathe? That's an excellent start. Thank you, Kathleen. You have amazing progress. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. We need, we need Miss Amazing for you. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. We'll get that for you. Okay. I just put it on order. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's being worked on right now. So how do you... If you're, let's say you're in the mind. Now, now, obviously, at the same time, you're not all mind, because there's part of you, whatever you want to call it, but it, uh, I call it the I am, the real you, the real you. 
it knows that this, this just isn't right. And more than anything else, it's, it's tired of the game. It wants to get out. It wants to break out. It wants to be free. But the mind has been given a lot of domain over, over you. And not, again, no, no blame in this, just telling you the dynamics. So what do you do? Play. Play. Drink. Drink. Yes. Sing. Does Carrie get an award for that? For which one? Drink. Oh, we had several in the room that were drinkers, so yes, an award to all of them. I don't have that many awards. Come on. Yes, yes. What? Awards to... to for God's yes. sake. And we're going to run out. Okay. So, all good answers. All good answers. Listen to the heart. Absolutely. Every one of these, a good answer. I haven't heard a bad one yet. If I do, I'll come flying over there. Hey, here, here's one on a mic. Yes. She just handed me the mic. I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> to offer your profundity, profundity or profanity for this group. Where am I at now? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, from now on, you sit up in the front. Uh, so, uh, the, but your mind is just wandering. It's okay. Uh, we have medication for that. Uh, <laughs> What's the you. question? The question is, so if, if one, if a person is in their mind, how do they get out of their mind? Choose, all good, all good. We got mics here. We got mics Choose here. By, ex- by exhausting the mind. What? No, it's actually, actually, it's a bad answer, and it's a very good answer. It's actually really, really bad advice, but guess what? That's what you do. That's what you do. Don't you do it anymore, though. Give her back the microphone. I don't want you saying anything else on there. <laughs> You're actually, you should get an award for that. Um, yeah. A award yeah. for having a bad answer? I well, love that. Well, it, it was a that. bad answer exhausting the mind, but actually it was really very real. So what does human do when they want to transcend just the limitations of human experience? They exhaust, no, what do they really do? That's a nice answer, but what do they, no, no, I'm giving the answer now. I'm giving the answer. Oh, you, oh, do I have to give you a award too? No. (laughs) I am my own award. (laughs) And and every one of you should be as well. So, no, this this is really good. This is really good. Because typically what happens is when you get into this dynamic of whatever you want to call it, but awakening, you know it's time to break free. The mind has become the limitation. And you can't get mad at the mind, but it's the limitation. It's the one that creates a very limited artificial reality. The I am, the heart, or whatever you want to call it, knows that there's something else out there. And now it's going into this type of conflict with... Are you going to stay with us? It's really nice out there. You're going to go into this conflict, and now you've got this constant battle back and forth. Uh, it's tre- tremendously energy-consuming. But what often happens, and in the example I give, for instance, of Buddha, of Siddhartha, was that 
he felt that deny the mind, deny the body, and the spirit will come forward. Bad advice, really bad advice. Uh, why would the spirit want to come forward or your divine come in if you're, if you're suffering, if your body is hurting, if you're wearing out, you're, you're, you almost have smoke coming out of your ears sometimes because you think a lot, uh, and, but, but you're trying to burn the gears. Do you think that burning the gears, do you think that destroying the body will suddenly give you a new body? Hell no. Uh, it'll give you death. Well, that eventually will give you a new body, but not really. It's kind of the same old body, just reborn again. And you're going to have the same issues, the same mental issues. So, so that's actually what's happening, is burn out. Thinking that this is the way to uh, basically annihilate the mind. You don't have to do that. You don't, you don't have to do that. The mind is not your enemy. It's really not. Uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful device, not your enemy. No, all you have to do, all we have to do, and I'd like to do it right now, but this time we don't have to shut down the internet like we did the other night. We don't have to cause any electronic outages because we're going to do this very smoothly. It's so simple. I want to cry and laugh at the same time. It's so simple that I'll make you this bet. Your mind is going to jump in and say, mm, I don't think so. He's making it. Not for me. I, it, for me, it's got to be more difficult. For me, it's got to be more. I, I've studied spirituality for 18 lifetimes, uh, and therefore I, need, I really need a more complex answer, because it's going to possibly blow away a lot of all that hard work, a lot of that suffering. A lot of that searching that you've done, it's really simple. You ready? Yeah. Okay. okay. It's absolute acceptance. It's all absolute acceptance. Don't think about it. Hey, you're, you're scrambling. You said, well, hang on a ball. Well, how would that work? Uh, Adamus, can you diagram that? Can you do a flow chart here that shows, you know, if we do absolute acceptance here and then it goes over to here, that's thinking. Absolute acceptance. That is the I am. That is the breath of life. Absolute acceptance of what? Everything. Everything. Don't start laying out a structure and a pattern and, you know, putting this into a 12 step program. It's for you right now. Absolute acceptance. Wow. Wow. Absolute acceptance. That's an that's a easy one, isn't it? Or it's a tough one. Which potential do you want to choose? Easy. You tell me that now, but tomorrow when we wake up, what will it be? You say easy, but sometimes because you don't make a conscious choice, because you say, easy, yeah, and then walk away from it, all the old controlling kicks back in, all the old ways kick back in, and then next month you're going to say, it wasn't that easy, it was really tough. I had a lot of storms, went through all this stuff. It can be really easy, just acceptance. What happens in acceptance? The mind I wanted something to stand on, something really tall with a and Linda gets a oh here. This isn't really tall. The mind 
<laughs> the mind has a very difficult time with acceptance. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not programmed for acceptance. It's programmed for constant analysis, and it's programmed for judgment, and it's programmed for expression of its weird mental ways through drama and emotion. It doesn't really know what to do with acceptance. It really doesn't. So the mind creates this great big question mark when when I say acceptance. What's acceptance? Do you really need words for it? Do you really need to figure it out? Do you need to have an acceptance program that you're going to practice over the next six months? We could create one. We could charge a lot of money. I would love to have an acceptance workshop, five million dollars guaranteed acceptance. That was kind of funny. No, you don't need all that. The mind doesn't know how to put its tentacles around acceptance. So what happens? It bypasses. The mind just does a. Duh, for a moment, just huh? And it bypasses. It goes straight to the heart, straight to the I am, straight to the you. Absolute acceptance. You just got out of your mind. And you know who's really rejoicing the moment you do this? Your mind. Thank you. An award to David. Thank you. We're going to run you out of awards today. And we'll get some nice, real gold ones. Yeah, wow, sure. So, yes, the mind is rejoicing. It really is. It needed and wanted the. Uh, it needed and wanted you to make that choice and to go beyond. And now, just that one little grain of, of, going beyond the mind. That one little, tiny example of it now becomes the standard of the mind. That one little grain. It, it, let's just do it together. Under, would you? Come up here and do some breathing acceptance. A minute or two. Let's do it together. Okay. Get ready. Will you receive? Will you accept? Come on. Settling your body. Be here. I invite you now. Breathe so deeply. Will you receive this? Will you accept all of this? That he is offering you. Breathe, breathe, just for you. Breathe deeply, deeply. Receive, receive, and dare to accept this breath, this exquisite breath. Feel this as it flows into your body. The body melts, relaxes, receives. Accept this breath, this gift. This is an exquisite gift. Breathe, breathe, just for you, just for you. Breathing deeply. Feel the breath slowing down deeper into your belly. Let the shoulders relax. Flow down, 
down into the core of you where the brilliant you is waiting to receive. Breathe. Breathe deeply. Breathe deeply. Thank you. And, uh, dear Shambra, that's a wow moment. Wow. That's all it took was a little acceptance, a little breathing it in, and you have, every one of you, every one of you has created just this little example, this little kernel or little grain of going beyond the mind. It, it doesn't have to uh, blow your socks off. It doesn't have to shut down the power or kick us off the internet or anything like that. This one tiny little example of going beyond the mind, of being in the total body of consciousness, your total body of consciousness, provides the template or the standard now, and your mind, your mind goes finally. You've freed yourself, you've freed your mind of, of its um, rigid hold. Now you don't have to do anything, really except a few things that we'll talk about in a moment. But you don't have to manip manipulate anything. You don't have to do anything. It's just, wow, now it's going to happen. And, and that's the amazing thing. And if you can accept that, and accept that the process is already now in place – we just did a little, little simple breathing – the process is now working, and you're going to go beyond the mind. And it's going, you don't have to work at it. And it's not going to be suffering. You're not going to have to burn out your brain. Yes, things in your life will change, but rejoice in them. Accept them. It's amazing. And you're going to need it for where we're going. <laughs> so, quick review, quick refresher. In our last series, Master Series, we talked quite a bit about awakening. To help you understand where you've come from, but also to help you as you're guiding others, if you choose to do that. Most of you will, in one form or the other. It doesn't have to be through lectures or words. It can be through art, through the theater, through science and math and all these other things. But So we gave you an understanding. We talked about the waveforms. I'll do this quickly, so now it's not as to bore you. But we talked about how your divine waveform, your human waveform, have been in this constant ebb and flow with each other for what seems to be eons of time. They get closer, they move further apart. It accounts for a lot of cycles in your life. And the cycles happen in different patterns, but they happen in cycles of days or months or sometimes years and sometimes cycles within cycles, but it doesn't matter, does it? You've been ebbing and flowing with the human and the divine waveform. You come to a point where these waveforms finally intersect, right here, the X spot, the point of awakening. We talked in several of our last shouts that this area, this, uh, this period here that all of you have gone through, is destructuring. You're destructuring yourself in preparation for moving on. The destructuring almost has to occur. It's very difficult to get around it. Otherwise, if you don't destructure, you're not creating the space for 
the new improved you. You're just dragging the old you in, and as how does the saying go, uh, uh, same old whore in the brand new dress. Nice. And <laughs> very graphic. Very graphic. So, so you go through a destructuring. You go through the destructuring, which, which for most of you was really tough. Uh, losing your jobs, your relationship, uh, battles with your aspects, battles with your mind, with yourself. The destructuring was important, though, uh, to get back to some of the core energies of you. You are still having some of the residual effects of destructuring, and you're still feeling it at some times, but you go into this next zone, the quiet zone. Everything gets really quiet as you really slip into this uh, X spot. It gets very quiet, sometimes unnervingly quiet. Where's the commotion? Where's the drama? For those of you addicted to dramas, for those of you who just like to have a lot of stuff going on, very unnerving. And then you do this thing that will ensure that, assure that you get some drama. You say, what am I doing wrong? Just because it's quiet, I must be doing something wrong. The other shoe is about to drop. I know it. Every time I've come to quiet before, everything goes to hell. Yes, because you're creating it that way. Something about you doesn't like the quiet. You go into the quiet zone and, and have a hard time handling it, but yet there's something really wonderful about it. It just it kind of doesn't matter anymore. A lot of you have been experiencing it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You start to understand that drama is, is, a, is a really a emotional junk food. You don't, you're tired of the drama. You feel weary of it, and, but you don't know what else is out there. In a way, you're trying to replace old drama with just kind of new, improved drama. But in the quiet zone, there tends to be no drama. That's where many of you have been. Yes, still some old effects from destructuring. Now, based on the consciousness of this group, where we're going, where actually you're at, not just where we're going, where you're at right now, we move into the next step. We move into the next zone. It entails allowing yourself to transcend the old limits of the mind. The mind is probably one of the most adaptable, programmable, and actually flexible and amazing parts of you. Uh, the angels, the angelic beings, do not have minds. So uh, they don't really understand how brilliant a mind is. You now are a body of consciousness with mind and spirit and body and nost and aspects and everything else. It's really, it's really quite amazing. There are, there are non-human, non-physical beings who would kill to have what you have, literally, if they could. Fortunately, they can't, uh, so they manipulate instead. <laughs> they want this. Can you imagine? Just imagine for a moment. Uh, you're an angel. You've never come to Earth. You, but imagine 
just contemplating having more than just this fuzzy, uh, wuzzy angel being self, very kind of uh, very airy fairy, I guess is the right word. The integration of a mind, the ability to take on physical form, and eventually to be able to be in or out of physical form by choice. By f- you have to experience it, you have to really get into it first. They want this. They, they, they want it because it's a, it's a type of fulfillment. It's a type of, um, they feel it, it, the advanced being. That's why I have to laugh when, when I hear people talk about these ETs, these aliens, these advanced civilizations. Until you've been in physical form and had a mind, been here on Earth and learned to integrate the I Am or the God Self, there is no more advanced form anywhere. Anywhere. It's just a bunch of mind junk with, with a being who says they're from an advanced civilization. I highly doubt it. And I've been around a little bit. Haven't met anything more advanced than a conscious human being. Because you have the body, the mind, the spirit, because you are learning right now how to choose how you want to work with those. Do you want to be physical or do you want to be non-physical? Do you want to be mental for a moment to help figure out something that requires mental, or be the divine, or how about the combination of all of it? That is the most advanced species in all of creation and can only be found here on Earth and can only be had by experiencing lifetimes on Earth through the birthing process. I should probably quit right there, but I'm not going to. Because I want to talk about – so we go beyond now. What happens? An interesting thing happens. Some of you have been getting a little uh, clue or, or feelings of this lately. Others of you just started doing it. I've been showing you for months and months this, uh, this very linear horizontal uh, diagram where the Spirit and the Divine finally, cr- finally cross the X-point, and then they keep weaving in and out. They no longer are separate. They're no longer ebbing and flowing. Now they're interweaving with each other. The only reason why that's significant is because now you have human and you have divine Uh, in this beautiful tapestry, going together, never, ever, ever to be separated again, ever. You cannot undo this. You can't go backwards, even if you try. So I've laid this out in a very horizontal manner. What happens as we get deep into the X zone and we start going out, horizontal changes to it changes to what you would call vertical. What does that look slightly like? Absolutely, absolutely like DNA. Because DNA ultimately is a physical template of a divine action. It's showing up in your body as strands. There's more than two, by the way. There's a lot. There's a lot. It was known at one time that there were up to 12 and then, as some of you know, there became the 13th with the integration of masculine feminine. 
Some of you right now are carrying 15, 16, 17 different strands. Some of them not really activated yet, but uh, they're, they're, they're in design. They're being architected for things you're going to be doing very, very soon. So now the dance of the divine and the human become – it actually shifts. It actually shifts, because you're no longer on a linear path through life. In a sense, you could say that when the shift occurs, you've set up all the potentials to transcend time and space. And because it's so intimately connected to your DNA, your DNA, the work that you've been doing and the deep levels of your DNA over these last few years now starts to activate. Starts to activate. And you don't need to do a damn thing. Please don't do anything. You'll interfere with the process. Don't do anything. So th this, is, uh, this is actually very important that, that you've had this flip occur from horizontal, linear to uh, basically vertical. Energy starts flowing different at that point. It, it flows from above and it comes up from below. I don't want to go into – I don't want to waste a lot of time in, in, into this, but in the past you, you've, you've been trying to bring in energy from what you call above and not much has been going up from below. It's all been staying down there. For a reason, you, you needed to continue having that flow of energy into this reality. But you are now at the point where it doesn't all have to flow in here. It doesn't all have to keep you down here. It starts flowing up. As it does, as these, as these energies go through these, um, these uh, beautiful dancing motions, they obviously intersect with each other. That'll come into play later on in our discussions, but they start a, a very interesting dance. At the same time, while, while this basic template is going on, the energy starts running along, uh, along these patterns, and it runs basically in, in all directions. The mind says, well, it, sooner or later they're going to clash. They don't. The, the energies start moving in every which way, but instead of old vibrational energy that would clash or destroy the integrity of each other in kind of a, uh, a destructive way, now they, they start this incredible – well, imagine it as a weaving. Imagine it as a cosmic human tapestry. That's exactly what's taking place within your body and your spirit. The mind has been holding back. The mind has been – had the brakes on, didn't know how to get out of itself, was so tied up in using it, the mind tools it didn't know how to get out. We just did it today. It was that easy. One word, acceptance, some breathing, and then letting it take place. Why is all this important other than I like to write on the board? I like to write on the board because your attention goes on the board. Some of you wonder when I'll ever sit down, particularly Caldra. Your mind is occupied. Your mind is temporarily distracted into all this 
meaningless stuff. Uh, and you're really getting it right here. You're really letting it flow in. I've, I have uh, flow monitors around the room, <laughs> assistants who help me, and they, they, they are giving me feedback on the flow. Is it going through? Basically, they're grading me on how I'm doing with my presentation, but these angelic beings are saying, it's flowing. It's flowing. And if you wonder what it is, don't worry about it. What's your score? It's just, it's the consciousness and energy now moving together. What's your score? Oh, uh, 100 to zero. Uh, It's consciousness and energy moving together, and that's what it's all about. Remember, consciousness, energy, used to be two separate things. They tried to, you did whatever you could to try to make them work together. Consciousness would call out for energy to try to support its um, desires, its dreams, its, its manifestations. But now what's happening in all of this is they don't need to be separate. It, it is truly what I would call holistic consciousness and energy contained in the same vessel, contained in the same dynamic together. That's what, by the way, we call new energy. They're together. So why is all of this important? Well, it's important here because we have a a dynamic now taking place. And imagine this, this just keeps going on and on and on. There is a shadow uh, of the old of the old horizontal, there's still a shadow of it, it has to be for a lot of reasons, that kind of intersects through here, but it's, it's but a shadow. It's a reminder, it's a, oh, it's a little marker along the way. What happens right now is these areas here, uh, in, in this dance of human and spirit, these are filled with potentials. Potentials. What is a potential? It's unexpressed reality. The potentials can be grand, they can be small. They can be earthly and human, or they can be totally beyond anything that you've known. A potential is everything that you could be and everything that you could have been. Potentials are not, please, please do not look as potentials as being just something in the future. That's, that's um, limiting. There, when I say potential, some of you think, oh yeah, what's out in the future? No, no, no. What are the potentials in this moment? What are the potentials for the past? You said, well, the past was the past. No, 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 no. The past was only one potential that was activated or realized. The past contains potentials that are as dynamic, or perhaps even more dynamic, than the one you picked, or the one that uh, somehow made its way to you. So the past is also filled with, sorry, the past is also filled with incredible potentials that, that aren't negated just because they're in the past. The past contains, uh, well, the past isn't the past anymore, actually. You have to get through that thinking. Thinking. 
past has nothing to do with before. The past is in this room right now, all of its potentials, and you are, you are not. You are absolutely not who you think you are. You think that you were born into this certain household and had these certain experiences and traumas, and you think that's you. It is not. It is one potential of you. But what if you are all of these other potentials? The potentials are yours. They don't belong to anybody else. They're not in some grand pool of uh, potentials that you go and, and select from. They're not in the, the potential, the department store potential. They are only yours. That's important also. Let's take a deep breath. What is in here are potentials that are very, what you would say, viable. They have been created by you. They have been imagined by you. Not in your mind, but in your heart, in your soul. They have been imagined by you and acted out in your dream state, some of them. But there is a pool of potentials right here and right here and in every one of these corresponding areas. You could say that you created them from out here and then brought them into here, because here is where, where you're going to start shaping reality for yourself, much like a potter would shape clay into what he or she wants to make it of. And this is where we're going right now. This is next. This is next. And I wanted next written out in a very certain way, we like got it. this, because these parents, parentheses, are symbolic of this dance of spirit. Mm. Next. Next is going in and not just exploring the potentials, but choosing them, uh, uh, bringing them in. Uh, that's probably going to be one of the few challenges that we have. How do you, how do you get them here? They're, they're there, but how do you get them here? We'll be, we'll be going through that. Uh, so I'm going to talk a lot about potentiating. It's a term It means that you're actively aware of potentials. And if you don't like the potentials that come into view, that, uh, that you start feeling, potentiating allows you to create any new potentials you want. Any new potentials you want for yourself. We're going to do some group potentiating. And I'm going to ask you in this series, in this next year, uh, let's do it just in a group for, for the world or for other things outside of you. When you're doing your potentiating, do it for yourself. And I know you never follow instructions <laughs> or do your homework. But the reason why I ask you to do this in particular is that there, you're going to have a tendency to want to potentiate for the world. Don't do that individually right now. It's going to interfere with your own process of potentiating for yourself. 
when you can come up here in front of this group and tell me and everyone else that you have become a master of potentiating for yourself, then it's time to go and we'll start doing it for the world. Otherwise, uh, for you to do it for the world and for all these other civilizations. But we'll do an occasional, we'll actually do quite a few potentiations for Earth, for humanity, for all things that uh, connect. Uh, we're going to do some for the near-Earth realms. That'll be fun. Uh, I hate the near-Earth realms. <laughs> oh, there's so much, uh, there's a, so much garbage out there. So much garbage. It is polluted with energy garbage. That's my passion to clean it up. That's my passion to have you to clean it up. <laughs> so. The er- near-Earth realms are where beings go after they die to act out their continued, continual dysfunctions. They've forgotten that you go past the near-Earth realms. You go either into the crystalline realms or you go back to the angelic family realms. They hang out, and it's just become what used to be such a beautiful, beautiful place. Just to, you know, the reason why I don't like it. You and I used to be able to go there. We used to be able to kind of imagine ourselves there when we just needed a little bit of a break, when we needed to get away from the rigors of everyday human life. And it used to be nice and quiet out there. And now it's just filled with garbage. You can't go there anymore. Can't find a quiet spot in the near Earth realms to save you. So, I'm somewhat pulling your leg. So, potentiating for yourself. We did a group potentiating. Yeah, that was hilarious. Uh, we did a group potentiating experience recently. You may recall. Now, we talked about energy for the Earth. Imagining, pot- potentiating new energy for the Earth. We talked about this pollution, this, this oil spill in the Gulf. We talked about that, in a, depending what perspective you look at it from, it drew a lot of attention to energy, to pollution, and to human responsibility for this Earth, because Gaia is leaving. Not tomorrow, but leaving. Humans have to take responsibility for this Earth. So it wasn't that this spill was planned, but it, it almost couldn't help but to take place. So we did some potentiating. David mentioned it today. What happened? Well, they went through all sorts of trials and tribulations to stop it. It couldn't stop. Why? Because there was too much desire for the world to hear about this mess. And the mess brought up other sub-messes, political messes, financial messes, government messes. These type of things will continue to happen, especially over the next few years, to bring it to consciousness. So that being said, we potentiated. We didn't inflict a certain agenda on the rest of the world or any oil company or part of geography of the world. We potentiated. What we did is we, uh, I could say, you could say we sprinkled a little fairy dust on all the potentials of, of transformation and transmutation of alchemy. 
We sprinkled alchemy dust onto the potentials that just weren't being seen by some of the closed-eyed mental beings. When we sprinkled it, it helped to bring them to light. Now, we didn't have to choose anything. We just brought it into focus, into consciousness. And then we walked away. We left it be. We imagined you were brilliant. You were brilliant. Actually, I, I, I had suspected that many of you would try secretly to inflicting your will, saying, uh, the, we're going to save the dolphins, the whales, the sea turtles, and everything else that might be hurt by this oil spill. They don't care. A lot of them are leaving, by the way. A lot of the species are leaving to be replaced by new species. They don't care. That's a human agenda. That's a human agenda. So we did this potentiating, and here we are, a short time later. What happened to the oil? What happened to it? Did, did, is it laying in the bottom of the ocean? Did the aliens come and suck it up? <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a cauldron. So much trouble for all my alien talk, but we're going to talk real intimately about that. Uh, yes, I do have some very um, definite opinions. Really? Really. Uh, <laughs> so what happened? Did they suck it all up with their skimmers? Hardly. Hardly. No, they didn't. Did it evaporate? Does it matter? No. no. See, the mind wants to run in and say, well, tell me exactly what happened. I'll tell you exactly what happened. It was transmuted. It was transmuted. What more do you need to know? Oh, yeah, you might want to get a little facts and figures, but essentially it was transmuted. Some of it was skimmed or picked up. Some of it is in the. Have you noticed with the news? With the news, there, every news network is shooting the same half-mile area of beach, and making it sound like the whole world is polluted. Dear Chambra, it was transmuted. It was alchemized. Now, scientifically, what happened doesn't really matter. You could say it evaporated. You could say some is tied up in some of these uh, 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 chemical dispersants. You could say that uh, some of it's sitting at the bottom of the ocean. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was transmuted. And thank you for creating one of the potentials. A potential that didn't inflict your agenda on anybody, but a potential that said, hello, all the resources of humanity, all the resources of Earth, there's a brilliant new way to do this. You don't even have to know what that scientific or chemical or mathematical way is. Imagining potentials doesn't get into mental details, doesn't get into that level. You don't have to. It's so tiring, so boring. You just imagine it. You just potentiate it, and therefore it will be. Probably going to scare the hell out of you over um, these next, um, eh, this next six to eight months as we're talking about potentiating and how it can really happen, how it can really, how it can really work. We'll, we'll do one right now. We'll do one 
We'll do one first uh, in a global scale, and then we'll do an individual one. Potentiating is imagining the potentials. As we do this one here now for, for Earth, for humanity, remember we're not picking one to inflict. We're just imagining perhaps a broader, more brilliant, more magical, transformational scenarios that most humans' minds can't imagine. If they can't imagine it, it doesn't generally appear on the radar screen for potentials. So let's take a deep breath right now and let's imagine the potentials. Let's, let's take a look at what are the human issues right now. Let's imagine a potential. I'm trying to think of one where we're going to have possible relatively quick side effects. All right. Let's get into a little some um, particle physics. But you don't have to know anything about it. You don't have to be a physician. Right now, right now, there's a need to understand how energy and particles move in and out of supposed reality. They're always real. It's just that you can't always see them. But right now, it would help complete or, or help um, uh, yeah, complete a lot of uh, very big scientific and uh, cosmological questions. Particle physics. You see, a particle can move in and out of reality. It can actually travel uh, great, what you would call, distances in, in moments, in, in an instant. The, even the discussion came up recently. Is there a beyond speed of light? Uh, yes, there is, by the way. So here we have a lot of minds working on this, but they're, they're so into their mind. Let's imagine something grander. What's really at the core of energy dynamics? You don't have to know a thing about chemistry or math or physics or anything else. And actually some of the greatest inventors, some of the greatest minds actually, really don't know that much about it, but they can imagine it. Let's take a deep breath. Now let's imagine great new potentials for particle physics, for energy movement, how it really works. Take a deep breath. It's there. It just hasn't been recognized. It's almost like some of these new advanced answers have been, been just sitting in limbo, waiting for somebody to acknowledge that it's really amazing. Really brilliant the way energy moves and flows and the way then particles move in and out of different dimensions different states of realities or different pods of potentials. Okay, we're done. Now, I just check the news every once in a while. 
you may just see some great big breakthrough in particle physics. It's that easy. Now, next, let's take it to a personal level. Let's take it to a personal level. Potentials. Well, this, is, this gets tough because here you have all of these, these I see potentials as, as just a myriad of balls, just millions, billions of them, each representing different potentials, and they all can work in different ways with each other. You can, you can combine potentials. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can segment them. You can choose whichever ones you want. And the mind says, well, how does this all work? And how, does, how do we figure all this out? You don't. You experience it. You transcend that mind. You move beyond the linear or the horizontal flow. Now I've gone into this new form. There are all these potentials for your life. I've been asking the question for a long time, annoyed some of you, what do you want? I've been asking because we've been leading up to this moment, what do you want? And if you're not potentiating, if you're not imagining, and then for you as the individual, if you're not choosing something, or at least connecting with it, let's even just not even use the word choosing, connecting with that potential that you would really like. It goes unnoticed. It's all there. Riches, if, if that's important to you. Spiritual enlightenment, if that's important. I talked to a group recently in Salzburg, and I asked them the same question, what do you want? What do you want? A lot of different answers, nice ones. I told them what I would want if I were them, which I'm not, because I am that I am. If I had all of these, anything to choose from, all these different things, what would I choose right now? What do you think? A vacation? <laughs> Glass of wine. I, I, that, that is easy. I will, I will manifest that. Clarity. Clarity. I don't care about riches, or you shouldn't either. They're there. But if you're not clear, you're never going to know that they're there. Enlightenment. Is, you're already enlightened, you're just not clear about it. <laughs> Everything is there, every potential. It's about being clear. So here you are at this point in your life, moving through, moving on, whatever you want to call it, uh, no longer just, uh, just waiting for it, just on the brink. You're, you're brinked. You're, you are. You, you, you done been brinked. You are right here. What do you want? That's ah, my choice. You can't have that. <laughs> what do you want for yourself? Let me put a uh, – we have nine minutes left to make the choice of your life. You're paying me, attention to time? Yes. <laughs> I have a date. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell With you about yourself? it later. No. <laughs> a lot of requests. Uh, so, so, dear Shambro, <sighs> dear Shambro, 
Where were we? I'm thinking about my date now. <laughs> I'm going to do a little. Um, I'm going to do a little manifesting into physical reality tonight, if you know what I mean. So. <laughs> so. Uh, th these are things that yes, clarity. Thank you. I'm asking for my own clarity. Three things that. Uh, you really can't bring with you, uh, by the way, into, into this. You, and some of you will try. That's where it will get a little bit uh, scratchy, a little bit rough. Three things. <clears throat> Number one, I'll write these down. No, thank you. Three things not to bring into your awakening. Not. Number one, you could probably guess this doubt. Uh, doesn't work very well in advanced consciousness. <laughs> it really doesn't. And it's a stupid game. Doubt is, a, is an old energy vibrational thing. I'll, I'll, I'll honor myself, I'll doubt myself. I'll honor myself, I'll doubt myself. He loves me, he hates me. You, know, you kind of used it as a game kind of to keep things moving, but uh, doubt doesn't look very good in the new energy. Um, it will be kicked out, it will be rejected. And then. You're going to say, see, I knew I did something wrong. It's, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. There's no, no sense, there's no, there's no outcome in doubting yourself other than just continual doubt. So get over the doubt, uh, really. Uh, perhaps one of the most important things I can pass on to you. Doubt doesn't work. Tied closely to it, Macchio doesn't work very well. Machio. Machio. Spiritual bullshit. Why do people have why, – why do some of you have, have Machio? Because you doubt yourself. You know what you do when you doubt yourself? You come up with all this crap. You come up with all these little clichés and these little sayings and these little – well, it's bullshit. And you tell yourself you're a spiritual. You're not. Spiritual is so yesterday. It, it really is. It was just a bad excuse for being in your mind and, and, and making yourself seem better than anybody else because ultimately you really doubted yourself. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't look good on you. I've had my fill over lifetimes of the spiritual leaders, of the spiritual masturbation, of the spiritual <coughs> misguidance. Why doesn't somebody just tell everybody, you are God also? That's it. Period. Done. You are. You know that. And it, so it, becomes, so it becomes mental. It truly becomes a thing of the mind, this, this whole spiritual journey. And the mind turns it into some great big mystery. It's not. It's not. Mystery is simplicity, actually. God is simple. God is pure. Nothing complex about God. One day you're going to go, oh, Adamus, you told me that years ago back in Coke Creek Canyon. I had no clue what you were talking about. Now I get it. Simplicity. That's God. That's it. So you can't take doubt. You can't take Machio. And I'm going to leave it at that for right now. No three items. Ah, oh, come on. No, no, no. Just, just two. Those are, I'd like you to really be with those. So let's go into potentials. Your potentials. I didn't create them. God didn't create them. Kathumi definitely didn't. These are all your potentials. Somewhere along the line, 
a dynamic at the core of your being bubble these up, bubble these through. And I'll, I'll make one more note on that. When you left the wall of fire, when you left heaven, all that is, whatever you want to call it, when you left to become a pure sovereign being, as you went through the wall of fire, you imagined and experienced all of the potentials of everything that would ever happen to you outside of home, outside of home, outside of the first circle. That's why it felt so awful. You felt you were ripped into billions of pieces, because you were suddenly experiencing everything, every potential that was to ever be. Every variation, every iteration, the potential of whether you were going to say yes or no at any given moment, uh, the potential of whether you were going to choose to take a breath or not. You experienced all of that when you went through the wall of fire. Well, maybe not all of it. You experienced all of it up until right now. Hmm. What happens now and what's going to be such a factor for you is suddenly you realized that you couldn't have experienced all the potentials for all that would be. Because you would get to a point, let's just say it's the point of I am and new energy merging together, where there is potentials that could have never been imagined by you or by God, ever. Brand new potentials that were never there before. They had to, you had to destructure yourself to make room for some of these potentials that were never imagined even in the heart of hearts of God. Whew. We should stop right there, but we have one minute left. Take a deep breath and feel and imagine the potentials of your I Am, every potential that was written and every potential from this moment on for you. Not in some far-off place, but right here, right here in this amazing creation called you, in this amazing creation of the human and the divine, the thing that ETs and aliens would love to have, but it's yours. The thing that they're drooling at the mouth, if they had one, to have. To be human, to be divine, to be so very real, to have a mind, to really understand the existence of the I Am. Imagine every potential. Just feel into it. I Am that I Am. And in doing so, know that all is well in all of creation, and it just got a little bit better. Adios. And so it is.